Welcome into the Good Buddies Anime Podcast. I am your good buddy, Roger. And I am your good buddy, Brandon. And we're having a, a pretty good time here. Hey, we at, we at you. We in the studio. We in you. Same studio that we're always in. Doing the thing. We, we ha- You say studio. I mean, it's a room full of, you know, studio all your shit. equipment. <laughs> I mean, but also like your and game systems and your televisions Dude, and your guitars and your animes and your video games. You find guitars in the studio? You find the decorations there? Yeah, all these, right. These are decorations, man. Fine, I didn't say, I mean, I didn't say it was bad. Decorations. I love it. It's great. Fucking foolish. <laughs> what <are> we- <laughs> uh, so how you been, big boy? I've been good, dude. I started playing that damn Fortnite today. Fucking fool. Yeah, I saw you. I saw you get your ass whipped several times. Yeah. Saw you jump in and die before the the storm even showed up a few times. Well, the first time I played, I got caught in the storm because I didn't know what the hell was going on. Fucking foolish. I can't talk shit, man. I downloaded that game, played three games, got knocked out real fast every time, and I said, you know what? Fuck this, and uninstalled it. So I'm good. Oh, man. It's all right. I don't know if I keep playing or not. Yeah, it's okay. I hear it's better when you play with friends. I ain't gonna fucking do that. I've been, yeah. I've been, I told you, I've been, uh, after I finished that, uh, fucking Detroit Become Human, I was like, man, I ain't got no games to play. So I started replaying Skyrim. Cause of course I did. And then they <laughs> announced Elder Scrolls 6, and I was like, well, guess I'll keep playing Skyrim for like five years. That game comes after next, next gen game. Yeah, it's gonna be next gen. It's gonna yeah. be next, next gen. So you're gonna be waiting for a while. I don't actually give a shit. It'll be here when it bees here. I'll yeah. be dead by then. Who cares? Anyway. <laughs> so right. uh so listen, bud, I got a little question for you. What's that? What have you been watching? Oh my gosh. Tell me about it. Well Is uh, it more of that fucking titty show? Yes, I did watch more. I finished off the whole first season. <laughs> oh no. I am now in the second season. Gross. And I the anime is deceptively good, dude. Alright. It ain't shy about what it is and that's that's fine by me. I'm sure it's fine. I knew what I signed up for. I'm sure it's fine and full of full of them jiggly animated. Dude, I don't think I've ever seen so many, man. Jesus. If a breast can be exposed, it's gonna be exposed. Well Ain't got that yucky slime, dude. <laughs> I mean But I'm done hearing about it. <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, um I finished off Berserk, the second season. And oh, oh my yeah. god, dude. The last five minutes of of that second season of Berserk was so good. The animation was so freaking incredible. Now that's that's where they blew all they the budget. They completely they completely swapped the entire animation style. So I did a little reading, and a lot of people are speculating that whenever season three comes in, it's going to be all that. They're switching to that animation style mm. because of the backlash, you know, towards the. The way they've been doing it, sure, which is fine. The story kind of overrides it for me. Sure, if the animation was worse than the story, then I wouldn't be there. But that story is so good, and I want it that I don't really care how they animate it. Though I would prefer this new style because it looked good. Hell yeah! Um, but yeah, I finished that. Watched my regulars, my uh, Megalo box, my Fooly Cooly. 
Fooly Cooly. The second episode I didn't like as much as the first, but I thought it was pretty good. We'll talk about that soon. You'd see old um, boy just straight up do exactly what fucking uh, Nata's dad did in the first se- uh, first uh, series. Yeah, it's pretty great. Just jump right out of his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> it's like damn now see i'm i'm pretty i mean as i recall this one takes place after that one what i mean that dude it literally was pulling a fucking come on whatever his name is came on yeah from the first series i'm like am i are we sure that's not his dad as a kid like that was ridiculous yeah, i'm not sure what's happening so i don't either but we'll, we'll i'm enjoying see. the show yeah me too but yeah i got that the full metal panic and the new mha Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, which was a great episode. People loved it. The shippers were all over that one, man. Yeah. They love that, uh, what's his name? The Bakugo, I know. What's the kid who hardens his skin? Kirishima, I think. Mm hmm. They, they, lo- the shippers love them too. And that was a good episode for them too. Yeah. Fucking, apparently, now I don't, I mean, I don't follow any Let's Players anymore, but apparently, um, what's his name? Septic, Jack Septic guy. Mm hmm. He like posted, like, or reposted, a fucking uh, screenshot of that, like that scene where like they, uh, it was like their big scene together or whatever. Yeah. And it was tagged with their ship name by him. So it's like people were flipping their shit. People love it. Yeah. Why not, man? Yeah. I, I, I really liked the episode, but it was a good one. Uh, Got to see some cool been, shit. What have you been watching, big guy? Uh, Pretty much the same stuff, man. I'll be honest, not a whole hell of a lot. Um, Playing my video games mostly, but I did watch that new Fooly Cooly. Did watch that new here, My Hair Academia. Did watch new, uh, still watching that, uh, Multkoi, The Love is Hard for a Taku mm-hmm. thing. That's got one episode left, I think, coming next Thursday, which I'm pretty psyched about. This last one, they introduced a new character, and the show got like 20 times cuter. It was great. It was really great. <laughs> the show is adorable, and I love it. Uh, and it's just a good time if you like them little romance comedy slice of life thingies it's a good time you're gonna pick up that my my hero academia video game when it comes out oh hell is that a thing i didn't even see that yeah it's a fighter is that uh it's just just my hero academia not the one that's like all the animes again that's jump force that's jump the new one that they announced or whatever yeah and it well so far they've only showed off uh one piece dragon ball uh death note and oh god who for death note is it ryuk uh it was light and ryuk all right, weird. But yeah, I'm I don't know how that works. I'm assuming they're going to show more off the the animation for it, the characters and stuff. It looks super duper plasticky. That's kinda, that shit you like. Yeah, I kind of like. They got it. that Play-Doh faces. Uh, they're they're just it's very like smooth and shiny. Yeah, creepy. Yeah, I kind of like it. I thought I, it I'll have to good. watch the trailer. I saw a thing about it, but I didn't watch yeah. it. Watch the video. Or I'm nothing. hoping they're going to put more people in it. But yeah, there is a. Dedicated... But if it's got the fighting like that other game. What was that game called? Jump for or uh, sorry, J All Stars. Yeah, if that's what I said. Please don't let it be like that. You didn't like that one. No, I didn't, dude. I don't it was like bad time. Bad yeah. time for Roger. That game, you were not allowed to put any pressure on anybody. Mm. <laughs> Wild. And you know that's my style, dude. I don't. I don't have those incredible skills, so I'm just in your face. The you whole like damn to get time. him in the corner and just sweep yeah. the legs, sweep yeah. the legs, sweep Choking the legs. Choking him, dude. Get him choked. <laughs> Fucking foolish. All right, buddy. But that's what we've been watching. Let's talk about the other thing we've been watching. Yeah, Agretzko. the final three ep- episodes of Agretzko. Yeah, it was uh, it was a decent three episodes. I don't know. I I cannot say that it was my favorite of the the Bachelor. Oh, it had watched, some fun but, moments though. But it was still really good all the way through. I liked it quite a bit. I yep. thought it was a good uh, good last little story arc and a good resolution. Yeah, I'm really hoping there's gonna be more, but we'll talk about that after the end. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Uh, let's Who go jump into. On 
Episode 8. Episode 8. The Out-of-Pocket Prince. Yeah, so that's actually what, in the in the dub, they call him the Space Cadet. Yep. We're talking about Risasuke, the Space Cadet from Sales. In the uh, subtitle, they call him the Out-of-Pocket Prince, both of which give you a pretty good idea who this guy is. Real spacey. Uh, not really paying attention ever. Doesn't appear to have opinion on anything. He's just kind of a blank slate. Yeah. But we'll get to him in a minute. This one starts with the next morning at work after that crazy-ass office party where Rhett's go mm-hmm. through the fuck down and everybody yeah, got blown away from her she's performance. she's sweating, dude. She's, she's sweating real hard. And she's judo-chopping people. Judo-chopping everybody. Finico's like getting ready for work. She's like, oh, my head. And she's like all hungover. Wait a minute. Did Retzko do some kind of tunk? Just judo chopped. Just gets fucking snake plisk and pow right on the yeah. back and she's out. Haida <laughs> uh, does the same thing and she judo chops him and drags him into a closet. Gotta hide the bodies, man. Can't yeah. let nobody else find them. That's, that's how you get that's caught. That's solid snake right there. That's how dude. you get caught, yeah. baby. But um, yeah, it's it's good shit, man. Um, but yeah, everyone, pretty much everyone's hung over and doesn't remember Retzko's song at all. If they start to remember, she's judo chopping them. And then Tone shows up as she's uh, you know, at her desk getting ready for work, and she throws herself on his mercy, saying, "I'm so sorry for what I said. I oh my gosh, it was, I, I I wouldn't really act like that. I had too much to drink." And Tone just goes, "What are you talking about? I don't remember anything. I drank too much." Who knows if he really does or not, but yeah. that's I, his story and he's sticking I to it. I feel like he probably did. Probably so. But uh, that evening uh, at karaoke, Retzko is explaining uh, to Washimi and Gori what happened. And Washimi's kind of bummed that no one remembers. She says, man, fascinating. It's kind of a shame then. Like, you know, be cool if uh, people uh, did know about it and they were into that shit. Meanwhile, Gory is just made of stone sitting yeah, next to her. she's a statue. And she she's a complete statue and not moving. And Retzko's like, is she okay? Washimi's just like, just ignore it. It's a lot of drama I don't want to unpack. And finally she tells her, well, she got her heart broken. And then Gory, like, her head turns. And it does, like, the stone on stone sound. Mm-hmm. Like a grind. Yeah. And she just starts her she starts crying so hard it's like a super soaker going out of her eyes it's fucking yeah, it's like amazing. laser beam out of this out of this <laughs> fucking statue's eyes uh and she like ends up blasting Redsko in the face with him as she's crying and she says i still love him and she goes on to this very quick like uh, little mini rant saying, well, I, I know uh, that I shouldn't care so much, but what's a career I'm going to do? And I just want to find love and blah, blah, blah. And maybe I was too hard on him. And maybe it's my fault. But I'm like, <laughs> and she's so sad. And it's fucking great, man. She just is losing her goddamn mind. And she goes on and on and on. And this, the the camera like zooms in on her face. So you just see her face. And then when it zooms back out, she's at Retzko's place. Retzko's getting ready for bed and she's yeah. just sitting there. <laughs> And she goes and digs through a drawer and stuff. It's so like, good. What? She finds a tea. Yeah, she she's like, oh come on, I just want to see. And Redsko like freaks out. Why are you here? And she's like, well, I just, I mean, I don't want to spend the night alone. Plus, I wanted to see where you stay. Let me see what you got. And she like goes through her drawers and like finds a shirt. She's like, oh, I'm gonna borrow this. You're gonna stretch it out. It's so good. But um, as they're they're they lay down, she's sharing the bed with Gory now, and Gory's just like behind her, kind of like you know. Uh, laying there about to go to sleep maybe but she keeps talking to Retzko and she, she asks if there's anyone that Retzko's interested in and she says no nobody really she goes really who knows your your special someone might be out there right now 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 and the next day at work enter Risasuke yeah Oh, Rasasuke. He always looks incredibly spaced out. His mouth is slightly open. He's got these little dot eyes. He is clearly a red panda just like her, but he's slightly like, you know, a little bit lighter brown color. Uh, The dude is adorable, if not a complete fucking space case. 
uh, Subone he's, is talking to him and she chides him for his illegible receipt that she can't read at all. And she's like, let me guess. You left it in your pocket for several days. Yeah. And then it got, went through the wash. Yeah. And he's and, and he's just he doesn't have any opinion on that. She's just like, God damn it, kid. It's really great. But uh, Finico calls him the space cadet from sales. And uh, they call him the space cadet because he's so spacey. Again, in the in the dub ver- or in the subtitle version, he is the out of pocket prince. Hence the title of the show. Mm-hmm. Retzko says she never really noticed him uh, before. And as he's walking, she's watching him intently as he walks out, and he just like pound like bonks his giant head on a fucking cabinet. Yeah. Like he wasn't even looking, and he's like, oh shit, and just leaves. It's fucking hilarious. I love this guy. But uh, the trio. Um, that's Retzko, uh, Finico, and Haida. They're going on a break, maybe, and they're walking through the hallway, and they get stopped by Sunoda, and Sunoda just runs up to Retzko and says, uh, asks her if she likes anyone. And she gasps, because she's so shocked. And Haida gasps even harder, because, of course, he's crushing hard. And she ends up inviting Retzko to a singles mixer, a little office party, it sounds. Uh, I don't, I mean, she says later that she called it an office uh, singles mixer, but I don't recall if she actually did here or not. If she did, she said it very quickly. But Retzko just keeps saying, no, no, I don't want, I don't want to go. And uh, Sunoda just keeps asking her, come on, why not? You don't have a boyfriend or anything. Come on, you're single, why not? And Finico tries to tell her to back off and drops a whole bunch of facts and figures about how 75% of men and 65% of women aged 20 to 30 are uh, not uh, looking for any kind of uh, relationship. They, as she says, are seeing love for the crappy deal it is. And Tsunoda just says, so do you want to go? Which is pretty fucking great. And Finico just like, it just immediately freaks out. She's real flustered. I'm trying not to say flips her shit because I listened to the last episode and I said flips their shit like a hundred times. I didn't even notice. Dude, listen. I mean, I listened to it and I was like, damn, I said that a lot. But yeah, she flips her shit and she's real flustered. And uh, she says, she's like, did you not even hear what I said? And Sonoda's like, well, yeah, but I didn't understand it. So are you going or not? And then she runs over to Retzko. Listen, hey, Finico's going. Why don't uh, why don't you come too? And Finico's like, you're lying right in front of me. It's really great. But anyway, in the elevator, uh, Retzko's in the elevator with Gorin Washimi, and they tell her, hey, why not try it? And she says, well, I don't really like that stuff. They're like, well, you might meet your special someone or something. You never know. And they say, well, she and she says that she never really uh, was interested in all that love at first sight fate stuff. It's all fairy tales. And as she leaves, they tell her she may as well go for it. And they say, how did they put it? Uh, if the stars align just right, you can fall in love uh, right away or something like that. So in the break room, Haida and Finico are sitting there. And Haida's asking Finico why she's actually going to this mixer thing. And Finico's very upset. And she's like, ah, I mean, Sonoda just has a way of you know roping you into her crap before you even know she's done it. <clears throat> And she and Haida's all stressed out because Retzko's apparently going to, and Finico tells him, "Don't worry, I'll protect her." And he's like, "Huh?" Oops, drop my phone. Nice one. He says, uh, it, it, "She says if anyone tries to get close to her, I'll make sure they don't get a chance." And she, he's just thanking her and say, "Yes, yes, thank you so much." And it's really great because they appear to have a plan, you know, to try and keep Retzko from getting too close to anyone else because you know Finico, despite being so, you know monotone and despondent all the time actually does yeah care about her friends clearly and their feelings and wants to try and get them together 
On the train, Retsuko notices Rasasuke, and this appears to be like the next day on the way to work. And she she realizes she's never noticed him on the train, but they apparently take the tra- same train. She gets off, and she's stressing like, "Oh, maybe I'll try to talk to him uh, and say hey, but then oh, we'll just walk together and not talk. Oh, that's awkward." So she doesn't say anything. But as she gets off the train, she turns around and sees that he has not gotten off the train. It's their stop for work, and he's just not. So he just keeps going, and he and she's like, "Okay, wow, like fucking space case, dude. He do, he didn't even notice." Yeah. It's fucking great. I love this guy. But uh, at the single mixers now, at the singles mixer now, Finico is going over an escape plan with Retzko, saying, "Okay, we'll go this way. We'll go that way. You know, this is how we get out, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And even sh- pull, whips her claws out like shing, like Wolverine fucking style. When uh, and she says, "If any of these randos try to get close to you, they, they won't know what hit them." Like that kind of thing. And Sunoda tells us to just chill. It's just a bunch of guy from guys from sales. And they're like, what? Guys from work? And she's like, yeah, I said it was an office mixer, didn't I? And now, Roger, aren't you excited? Yeah. We get to play another round of Who's Your Guy? Because <laughs> we are introduced to three dudes. There's Manu Maro, who's a big, beefy kitty cat boy. Seems like he could take yeah, care of you. I assume that his name was Bob the Bobcat. <laughs> fucking worst we then have renta who's a very sharp looking giraffe he's got his little his little glasses on he's looking like yeah he seems like a real sensitive kind of guy and of course risasuke mm-hmm. who is immediately described by manumaro as kind of a potted plant which is pretty great so who's your guy who do you like out of that bunch yeah i like bob the bobcat you man. like bob the bobcat he's he's a, he's a solid wingman and Maybe a little forceful. Yeah, a little forceful, but... He's big and beefy. Give you something to hold on to. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> kitty love. You, got, you want to snuggle the kitty? You want to pet the kitty? I do pet my kitty all damn day. Oh, Jesus. She won't let me not pet her. So. He does have an actual kitty. This isn't a This isn't a metaphor. Yeah. This is not a double entendre. All right. So, Retzko introduces herself. Double entendres. Double entendres. <laughs> Retzko introduces herself and Manumaro. I'm just going to call him... Uh, Big M, because I'm not going to say Manu Maro every time. But uh, Big big Kitty. What'd you call him? Bob the Bob the Bobcat? Bob the Bobcat. Bob the Bobcat. Nah. Uh, big Manu Maro, Big M, tells her, uh, hey, Bob for a Bobcat. bean counter, you're pretty cute. You remind me of something. And then he actually just says it. Yeah, you're like one of those Sanrio characters. Which, of course, if anyone didn't know, uh, Sanrio is the company that makes like Hello Kitty and all those cutesy putsy mm-hmm. little uh, characters that... You know, most of them don't even have TV shows. They're just literally there to make money. They're marketing ploys. And look, they put this nice, cute little design on all your shit and people buy it. Yeah. And it works. And they make really cute stuff. They did, in fact, make this character, Retzko, and all of them. Like, she is, in fact, a Sanrio character. Yeah. Ha ha. And she says, yeah, I get that a lot. It's <laughs> super cute. I love it. Uh, Finico, while this is happening, just gets in between them and is staring this dude down. She's got the she's got the evil dark lines coming off of her, and she is trying real hard to get this guy out of his, out of uh, away from Retzko. And Sunoda introduces Finico. It says, "Yeah, that's Finico. She's pretty intense, I guess." And Monomaro says, uh, "Big M calls her uh, a real spitfire," and he says, "There's something really sexy about that. You know what I mean?" And Finico's just like staring him down, and then just pops and she's blushing and she's got the wide eyes and she says in her head her she immediately drops this haughty demeanor she got and she says singles mixers are the best she loves it (laughs) she gets a little attention and she loves it 
Ah, Finico, you're the best. Yeah, she's great. So everyone's chatting and laughing. They're all having a great time, except for Redsko and Rosaske, uh, who is still just sitting there drinking his like eighth fucking can of coffee. Like he's just sitting. You ever there had drinking canned his... coffee before? I'm not a no, I'm not a fan. I've yeah, had you... it. I didn't okay, love okay. it. I've had I've had like the little Starbucks bottled ones, and I guess in a pinch. Those are okay. Yeah. But yeah, like the I mean, like a traditional canned coffee. Nah, man, homie, don't play that. Oh, they're pretty good. I'm not into it personally. They have them at a. I'm less and less into coffee lately, but they I'll fuck up a cold brew. They have the the Japanese ones at Dancing Bear. Oh yeah, yeah. I have to try one next time truck. I'm there. Yeah, if you if you if you feel well, so I'm only there very late at night, and I don't want to drink coffee that late. Yeah, because baby, I liked sleep. it. I thought it was pretty good. I'll give it a shot sometime. But yeah, everybody's chatting, laughing it up. Uh, Ritz- Ritz- Retsko and Rasaske, Christ, are just sitting there uh, doing nothing. He's completely expressionist, drinking that can of coffee. And she's really afraid that she's boring him. And she tries to make small talk, but he's so quiet that he can't even, like, she can't even hear him. She's asking, like, you know, what happened with the train? You missed our stop. And he try- he talks, but she can't hear him. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry, can you speak up? And he, like, pulls his phone out and shows her one of those little QR codes, like a Snapchat style thing. Mm-hmm. And she scans it, and they just start texting. And he says, regarding the train, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he uh, He ended up missing his stop, and he was late for work. Because of course, obviously he spaced out, and Redsko is almost instantly into this. Like she's super into this guy. Like they're just sitting there chatting back and forth. And honestly, I mean that's a super that's super cute. You know, the two quietest people there are just like having their own conversation through their phones. Granted, yeah, even though they're texting. right next to each other, but it's a uh, it's kind of adorable. Like you know, that's a that's a what do, what do you call it? A meat cute. It's a mm-hmm. super meat cute, and it's great. Out, uh, Finico, uh, in the next scene is outside of the restaurant calling Haida, and she assures him that Redsko's just buried in her phone. She's not having fun at all. Like blah blah blah. You actually get to see for the first time, and I love this. You get to see Haida in his non-work clothes, in his casual clothes. Yeah. And he's sitting there. My dude is wearing like a red and black striped shirt, a sweet leather jacket, yeah, looks- some dark pants, and he's sitting. He appears to be sitting like on a couch next to his bass guitar like my dude's a little punk rocker he's my dude's a little rocker i like Haida a lot Haida's great man Haida's amazing Haida is amazing um but she uh finico tells him like she tells him uh hey you got lucky but this isn't gonna last forever you just need to tell her you like her and he knows he should meanwhile retzko is straight up falling for risasuke and she looks at him and she sees his face change because, <laughs> see, this is this is how it starts. Like, this is one of those, particularly in the next episode, y- you get these rose-colored glasses on when you when it's when it when you just like fall for someone real quick, real hard. Mm-hmm. And instead of seeing him as the quiet kind of weirdo that he is, she instead is thinking of him as this kind of a stoic, silent type. Yeah, she Which puts are, like these chiseled features on like this yeah, chiseled he's got mouth the, and these He's got like these these piercing eyes. The best way I can put it is if you've ever seen Golden Boy, he'll go into these faces like the, the It's like these very this, detailed faces. You remember the, the how you like my swimming? Yeah, that one. Or whatever, yeah. Like one that, of those. That's the yeah. same kind of faces that he gets whenever he's trying yes, very to much impress. So. Yeah. Very much so. Uh but yeah, my dude, she for, to her at least, he's looking right even if he doesn't really look like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, she, she sees him 
morph and then she's like wait a minute am i i'm drunk and then she just promptly falls right out of her fucking chair and then she runs to the bathroom and the the like music is playing and you hear her screaming uh i wrote down uh Retsuko has a savage honk yeah <laughs> she honked real hard <laughs> super honk dude super honk uh but when she comes out Rasasuke's waiting with a handkerchief for her uh kind of watching out for her and Retsuko remembers uh what Goryeon Washimi told her when the stars align you can fall in love right away and that's where the episode ends as uh as she's taking his handkerchief uh, again yeah like pretty 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 adorable yeah. the way they the way they kind of you know that kind of panned out but damn oh damn she has got those blinders on <laughs> yeah she got them on quick too so we're on to episode Andrew. 9 we're on episode nine, a rosy world. Yeah, this is what we call rose-colored glasses, man. When you just you put them bitches on and everything looks good, even if it ain't. Mm-hmm. Um, Retsuko wakes up with a headache. She immediately swears off drinking. She is very hungover. Hey, girl, I've been there last week. <laughs> she finds this handkerchief and she's not sure whose it is. She she actually like sniffs and she says, "Well, it's not mine." And for a second, when she opens her eyes. The whole room is just red and pink and hearts everywhere. She's like, what? And then it wears off. And then at work, uh, Finico asks her uh, if she even remembers how she got home, how she got home. And she says, no, I don't. I just woke up in bed, man. And uh, Finico says, oh, uh, yeah, you'd also do you remember? How about the space cadet taking care of you? Because apparently Rasasuke was like helping her out, uh, if not for that one scene throughout the night. And she's like, what? And then Subone shows up and has a big old binder. Well, not a big binder, but she has a binder that she wants uh, Retsuko to take to the sales department uh, to somebody. I can't remember the name. It's like something. Something started with an S. But she also says, oh, and while you're there, do you know Rasasuke? And she's like, yeah. She's like, tell him to hurry up with his paperwork. I need that ASAP, ASAP et cetera, et cetera. So on the way, Retsuko stops, gets canned coffee from one of the vending machines, has a brief chat with Haida. He's like, oh, I didn't know you liked the canned stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah thought I'd try it. blah blah And then just goes about her way, and Haida's kind of like, huh. And at the sales department, everyone's gone, except for Sasuke. He's the only one who's in there. He's sitting at his computer. Again, surrounded by coffee cans. He's got like 12 of them, and he's just sitting there. Like, this is all the guy does is drink his canned coffee. And... She walks over, gives him a can of coffee as a thank you, returns his handkerchief, and tells him thanks for uh, thanks for the helping me at the bar, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And when she looks up, he's transformed again into that that stoic, yeah, that, hard-eyed that face, face, man. And she says, "Why is he sparkly?" And all of a sudden, it is boom the whole world transforms it is rainbows hearts and cotton candy clowns my life is sunshine lollipops and rainbows all the time it's beautiful it's a marshmallow world it's great my girl has fell hard and she's got them rose colored glasses <laughs> on baby it is a rosy world and she is there she is so love struck in fact that tones bullshit doesn't even get her down yeah she don't even give a damn she does not care she's just sitting there with this cutesy little happy girlfriend face on and she says, who cares? Now I'm in love. And it's great. And at karaoke, Washimi and Gori are shocked. Uh, Gori even like pull, pull, like holds one of her eyes open and checks her with a with a little flashlight like like she's doing an eye exam. And she mm-hmm. sees that little the little heart pupil. And she's like, damn, she's really in it. 
It's great. Um, and they ask for details. They're like, so what's he like? What's he look like? Well, I do have a pick, but and they're like, let us see, let us see. No, it's so embarrassing. Let us see, let us see. No, I don't want to. Okay, fine. Who cares? Okay, here he is. It's one yeah. of those. So good. And she shows this picture from the fucking restaurant, and it's just normal Rizoske, of course, because she's the only one that sees him like that currently. And he's just like, huh? He's either just like dot eyes and his mouth slightly open because he's one of those. And he looks plain and boring as ever. And the ladies, Gori and Mishimi, are unimpressed but supportive. And they say, well, good for you. That's nice. And then she goes off to like get a drink or use the restroom or something. And they immediately start talking yeah, that shit. Yeah, they start bashing him. He's like, this is the least cool guy I've ever seen. His head looks like one of those one of those toasted marshmallows. I mean, <laughs> I, I can relate with him. Have you? They have are you, talking that shit. I love it. I think everybody has to have been in that situation where they meet somebody's like crush or the boyfriend or their other, other something. yeah and it's just and like you know as soon as it's like what the hell do they see in this person it's like it's like the arrested development it's like yeah this is my girlfriend and her wait her <laughs> yeah her really her I, I i guess i've so good uh i've done it with like girls and stuff too like i'll see i'll see their boyfriend I'm like what the hell is for real yeah this I, mean, I guess this guy Really? This guy, every, every time I see... You talking, like, that, you talking that shit, man? Working, working at like a video game store and stuff like oh, that. You're, no. like, you're, like, you're like, what the hell You see a lot of there? weirdos. Yeah. You see some, you know, relatively cool-ass people, and then their weird-ass boyfriend or like, girlfriend. That guy must be rich. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up, and you're fucked up for saying it. Maybe, maybe I am, I guess. Anyway. You ain't ever had a thought like that cross your mind? I mean, I would never voice it. Well, no. I wouldn't voice it to them. I don't know, The only man. reason I'm voicing it now is because like, I think my good buddies probably You don't know what people are like behind closed doors. I try, I don't, I don't, I try not to judge about shit because I know people have done that with me. Yeah, like, I, I guess I wouldn't say like, that okay. I have so much. I guess it does come off like I'm judging that person. I'm more proud of them. Happy for them. Really? Yeah, man. Happy Which for one? Them. Both of them. If they're happy, they're happy. Yeah, all right. I don't know, man. It's got to... I don't know. I try not to think That's about that. That's that true shit, shit right there, dude. That true shit. Oh, no. <laughs> or they got a whole lot of money. We got that big old weenie, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> anyway. In sales, in the sales oh, department, okay. uh, Big M, Monomaro, is, uh, he sees all Reske, uh, Risasuke's coffees with those little notes from Resco and tells him, man, she's really into you, huh? And he's like, what do you mean? Well, you got to ask her out, right? I don't know. Why? And he, he just, the dude is a brick wall. And uh, Big M here, it keeps telling, it keeps trying to tell him, ah, look, man, you got to be honest. I'm a little worried about you. You need a girlfriend. Why? Well, because that's what you do. You need to get a girlfriend. You need someone. And he's like, why? You just ask her out. But why, though? And it's fucking awful. And finally, he, he says, I'm going to explain to you why you need to why you need to ask her out. And I'm going to do it so so simply that even a space cadet like you can get it. And it cuts before he does that. But apparently, he talks him into it. He says, you need to you need to ask this girl out. So, on the train, Retz goes on the train. She sees her Sasuke again from behind. He see, she sees the back of his head. And when he turns around, he's got that crazy face. Mm-hmm. And he swims through the crowd to get to her and she's like ah! and she's like blushing because he's coming over and he just walks up and he says hey you want to go out yeah okay okay and then he just swims away again yeah that was it and that's enough <clears throat> the girl is into it so at work 
Uh, and this was a, there's an interesting thing that happens here that I don't, I don't know. I thought it was interesting. At work, uh, Rhett's goes in that little kitchen area where the tea gets brewed and whatnot, like, uh, kind of off the office and she's texting him and like, they're hammering out the details. Like, so, uh, when do you want to go, uh, let's go out Sunday or something. And he starts to text back. Yeah, I'll meet you at the park. But then Monomaro Big M mm-hmm. stops him and says, no, 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 no. You meet her at the trade station. That way you can walk there together. Because it's a day. And he's like, yeah. why? Because it's a day. Why? Like, it's fucking cute. Really, the whole time who uh, Retzko is talking to is Bob the Bobcat. Basically. Yeah. He's a, he's a little overbearing. But he's, he's trying to set his boy up. And you know what? It worked. Yeah, and his boy ain't, you know, he's going through with it. And there's, so. there's a tiny thing that happens here that I, I made note of it because I thought it was like, while she's talking, her back is to the door, and you see over her shoulder the door, and Finico and Sonoda walk by, like, together. And I was like, oh, are one of them going to pop in and give her some advice? No, they don't. They just walked past, which I thought was weird, because they, I mean, apparently they don't really like each other, but yeah. they're both smiling. Maybe they're getting along now. That's kind of nice. Friends. Yeah. Maybe. But I thought that was an interesting thing to notice. I mostly bring it up because I saw a piece of fan art uh, while I was on Tumblr because I've been reblogging a bunch of Retzko stuff lately because the show's adorable. And there was one that someone made that scene from like episode one, I think, where Finico was going over uh, Sonoda's social media and she's like, look, latte, dinner, uh, thigh pick, blah, 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 thigh pick, thigh pick, thigh pick, like all these thigh picks. Someone had basically drawn an interaction where Sonoda's like, wow, you noticed my thighs, huh? I couldn't, I can't believe it. Uh. And it was like hilarious because Finnick like freaking out. Shit was cute. Anyway, on to the show. <laughs> Shit's cute. Shit's cute. I like that cute shit. Um, but yeah, he tells her to meet her at the train station to the park, et cetera, et cetera. So that happens. They meet up, they go to the park and this fucking song like there's there's no there's no rage there's no yeah. metal in this episode. No, nope. it is a freaking love song, it and is very cookie cutter, but with very cookie cutter with sprinkled in like uh, funny little lyrics here. Yeah, I, the, my favorite part I wrote down is Retzko says, "You are the space cadet from down in sales," and Rasaske responds, "You are the girl who barfed from accounting," yeah. <laughs> which is pretty great. Far from accounting. It's so good. But yeah, they it's very cute. I mean, they spend the day, the day together. They spend the day together. And they seem to be getting along very well. Uh, Risasuke is like, you know, uh, he's got that stoic face on the whole time. That's what she sees anyway. But, man, I mean, he seems to be doing all right. They're just walking around, having fun, riding roller coasters, you know, etc., etc. And... Uh, there's actually a scene where Big M calls up, uh, is talking to Rasasuke on the phone, giving him, like, coaching him, kind of, is like, man, you know, these things can go pretty bad, but it sounds like you're handling pretty well. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Like, Nothing, that's dude. it. Nothing. Nothing. My dude has no reaction to anything. <laughs> Meanwhile, Retzko's sitting on a bench, and her heel is just raw from these shoes she's wearing. Like, her heel's all fucked up, which I've had that before with, like, a pair of shoes that just rub yeah. on the back of my fucking If you're going heel. to, like, a theme park or you something. You gotta wear some good socks. You, you, yeah, you gotta wear some good socks. You gotta some wear comfortable some comfortable shoes. Decent shoes, and you gotta stay away from water at all costs. Yeah, man. It's not. Otherwise, you're gonna have a bad time. Mm-hmm. But uh, her heel is rubbed raw. And Rasasuke comes over and she asks, uh, hey, do you want to sit for a little bit? Maybe get something to eat? And he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm not tired at all. And they just he just walks off. He just starts walking and she's like, okay. And she just follows him. 
and then there's a big fireworks show at the end of the day uh, as the when the sun's gone down and it's really it's beautiful and great and they're ha- it's very romantic they're standing there together watching the fireworks and Retzko the, a cold breeze rose through and she says oh man it's really cool out oh, I'm freezing and Rosaske goes yeah I'm fine good thing I wore this jacket like does not even offer my dude is not present he's just not there and that's that's just how Rosaske rolls man but homegirl can't see it um so what happens next she's at karaoke again with Gori Mushimi she's got the sniffles maybe caught a little bit of a cold and Gori Mushimi are pretty upset when she when they see her feet that he didn't let her rest and they say man that's just so obvious of course you he should have known to let you rest and like you know sit down for a minute and one of them says, yeah, a high school guy would have known that. Retzko says, oh, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. And Washimi, like, not believing this fully, hits a button, starts playing the song. And Retzko says, no, that's okay. Boop. And she stops it. She does not, She Rashimi says she's actually giving her a chance to get some aggression out if she needs it. She goes, no, it's okay, I'm, I'm not angry. Yeah, I'm not angry anymore. And if you believe that. Yeah. Anyway, that's episode nine. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Let's move on to episode ten. Did we talk about Haida in that one? Haida wasn't in this one very much. Oh, was was it's the next one? The next one's where he like has his a couple moments. Yeah. Okay, dude, you've seen my fucking notes. It's so goddamn detailed. I I didn't miss anything. You you didn't. I'm trying not to miss anything just in case something comes back. I thought maybe I glossed over it. Maybe I space cadetted on you. That seems like something you would do. <laughs> this last episode's actually a little bit longer than the other one, too. It's got a little extra bit punch to it. And uh, it is episode 10. The dream ends. It's over, isn't it? No, okay. Um. So at karaoke, the ladies are alone. And Corey's singing about the, the Hakone Mountains are the tallest in the land or some shit like that. And yeah. well, it's she's um, throwing her down a beat. Yeah, Rasimi's just like like one of those. It's really cute. But uh Washimi eventually gets tired of it. She says, Nope, okay, this stinks. She's not here to sing for us and we have to do it ourselves. Nah, let's just go. And they end up uh, she says, Let's go get something to eat. And I I wrote this down just because I thought it was very cute. Uh Gory says, Ooh, can we go to that place with the quiche? Yeah. And Washimi says, oh, of course you'd want to go there. Yeah, she goes, hey, key don't, don't key shame me. <laughs> Shit's awesome. Key shame. I love it. I wrote down key shame. Nice. But anyway, uh, Retzko at this point is full. I've said it before, but she is all the way full on rose tinted. Uh, she she is go. You see her like this brief montage of her on these dates with Rosaske. And like they're sitting at a restaurant. She's eating something. And Rosaske's eating spaghetti. And he's getting the sauce yeah. everywhere. Like he's slurping the noodles. He's just and it's like all, all over his him. face. And she says, oh, sure, he's a, uh, I mean, he's getting sauce everywhere. And she's just like, he, sure, he's a messy eater, but it's just so something so cute about it. And then they're like standing there about to cross the street and he's sniffing his finger. And she goes, sniffing his nail in, pu- in public? He's just so quirky and adorable. It's like, my girl. Yeah. This is this is a very interesting point. This is a so here's something. This is one of my favorite quotes from anything. I have not watched the most recent season of BoJack Horseman because damn that show gets depressing. But the last season, or maybe the season before that, there was a bit where he was going out with this. Uh, he he was like dating this other character, and they end up breaking it off because it just doesn't work out. Of course, it wouldn't be depressing if they worked out. But 
there's a bit where the character he's talking to, they realize that it's not working and they need to stop. And she says, I guess when you wear rose colored glasses, all those red flags just look like flags. Which I thought was very good. It's pretty accurately describing what's happening here because Homegirl is not seeing that this dude is like just not there yeah. at all. Um, but yeah, her stu- heels are still all bloodied up. She doesn't care. She's just got that cute little happy girlfriend smile on. At work, uh, Subone is chiding her for having so many mistakes in her work, and Retsuko just takes and strides, does not even care. She's acting different. Everyone knows it. Everyone sees it, and everyone realizes that something's up with her. I think uh, Subone actually says, something's off about you. You're, you're acting different. I don't know what you mean. Like, doesn't even care. Just goes back to her desk, tappity tappity tap, smiling, happy face, ha ha ha. Everything's good. It's not really. But, um... Haida is with Finico on a break and he's just kind of staring at the window like kind of seriously and he says so level with me who's this guy Retzko's dating and Finico just like it's like I don't I don't know what you're talking about uh what do you what do you mean he's like come on I know it everyone knows it it's not your fault and she's like she admits that she admits her failure basically she says I'm I'm sorry I couldn't stop it I didn't know what happened and he just says it's not your fault I'm the one who waited too long and he's he's willing to let it go. It seems like like he's upset about it, mm-hmm. but he's like, you know, it's it's his own fault. He admits that it's his own fault, which is why we got a real life good guy, Hida. Yeah. I fucking love. But then Hida. he follows up with, I, I want to punch, punch him. <laughs> but he but he doesn't. Like that's yeah. the thing. Like it like see this is the thing is like Hida Hida kind of exemplifies this character of the the soft boy, which is like a big it's like a thing it's like you know nice guy like an actual nice guy and etc etc but the thing is a lot of times these soft boys that you run into or you see online or you see anywhere they end up being like just as shitty as any other dude like yeah we're dudes we're shitty it happens mm-hmm. sometimes you're shitty and try not to be shitty that's how you live but like basically like those 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 guys who like try to be nice and soft boys and whatnot they're the same guys who will like talk about getting put in the friend zone and all this fucking bitch and this and yeah. that behind their back of course you never say it to their face because oh, i'm so nice though but that's how they feel about it Haida, meanwhile is like actually willing to admit no it's my fault i'm the one who hesitated for so long which is why he's an actual good guy and i love him that's like a whole thing where like you you know the you know the whole thing like the friend zone like you call it yeah. the friend zone now it used to be you'd say you know it was it was unrequited love like that's the point it's love that you yeah. felt you feel unrequited love the the situation's not on them to respond to that love and give it back yeah it's you for feeling unrequited or you would call it a crush because you're the one who's crushing which is why you feel crushed yeah. when it doesn't work out etc etc but when you that lately it's all gone into oh she put me in the friend zone now it's her fault yeah which is shitty like don't be shitty look man we've all been there we all done shitty things try yeah. not try yeah, to be we've all been shitty. we've all been friend zoned before try to be less shitty is Brandon all been friend zoned a million times <laughs> I wish I could find the friend zone. I could use some more friends. Oh, <laughs> you got me, friend? buddy. Oh, I got my good buddy, Roger. My girlfriend friend zones me every day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You guys are the worst, and I love you. <laughs> I love you both. All right. But yeah, good guy, Haida. I love him. Like, even though he's down right now, I still love him. Like, he wants to punch him, but he doesn't. I mean, but he, he probably would. He deals with it. He's dealing with his own shit, and he's willing to admit that it's his fault for if taking he, so long. If That's he why does I him. punch him, I would like him more. Well, 
<laughs> he doesn't. But at yoga, Retsuko is psyched because she actually lost some weight. She's like, man, maybe the yoga is actually working out. And then Gori and Washimi immediately pop out of the showers uh, behind where she's weighing herself it's, and say, no, it's, bec- it's not the yoga. It's Rasasuke. He's wearing you out. And outside, Gori finally just says, listen, I get that. I got to be honest. The, the happy girlfriend thing just isn't you. It's like when you're at work and you pretend that the dumb stuff doesn't bug you. That's not the real Retsko. And Retsko just responds, well, what if it is? Like, what if, what if? Let's see, this is a thing. Because, like, for most of this, I'm like, man, I feel like this guy clearly isn't right for her and whatnot. Yeah. But she does appear to be genuinely happy. She definitely seems that way anyway at this point. And so it makes sense that she say, well, what if it is? What if I am just happy? And, like... Washimi actually tells her, well, we all wear masks from time to time. And Gori's like, what? Are you really defending this? And she says, but the thing you got to keep in mind, and this is, again, very good advice. We we wear masks. We pretend to be happy to keep each other happy. But if you're both pretending to keep each other happy, then you have to ask if the mask is really a good fit. Yeah. This is, again, very good real life advice. It's a, it's a fucking good show. Um. Anyway, the couple of them... Uh, Retsko and Rasasuke, they they go shopping. They end up back at Alp, and that fucking sheep is there. I woke the Alp. That fucking lady. And Rasasuke has nothing to contribute the whole time. Again, he is just a wall that you are bouncing yeah, things he just off says, of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just uh-huhs the whole time. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, this one's pretty cute, right? He's like, uh-huh. What about this one? This one's even cuter, don't you think? Uh-huh. Oh, I think I actually like this one better. Uh-huh. Like, he's, he's just not present. He's does not there. He doesn't seem to have any interest. He's just, he's a blank slate, and that's just who the guy is. There's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but the simple fact remains that Retsko's seeing for seeing him for something that he's not, and it's a fucking bummer. Um, so she walks, she starts to walk away, and he's like, "Oh, are we leaving?" She goes, "Oh, I just need to use the restroom." And as she walk, as she's walking, you zoom in on her heels that are still all bloody and bandaged up, and it just there's a brief and like the screen goes inverted cause like ow oh, she just like caught a pain, uh, like a pain through her fucking bloody ass heels and she almost rages she stops for a second and, yeah. she, and you just hear her say suffering and like as she's walking she's still got that happy girlfriend face and then she's walking to the bathroom and like bing the range kanji pops up on her head and she just the music starts dun, 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 and she just puts her hand over it yeah, covered it up and just gets into the bathroom at that point you realize that she is hiding her true she is in fact hiding everything like she's she's trying to be what she thinks she's trying to make it what she thinks it should be instead of seeing it for what it is which hey man we've been there too we've all been there too and she's in the bathroom stall and she's telling herself when i count to 10 i'll be a happy girlfriend when i count to 10 i'll be a happy girlfriend and she has dropped her happy girlfriend face and she is like clearly exasperated um next scene we see haida leaving a bar he's upset he's blushing because he's buzzed he's buzzed off some beers he's had a few beers he's leaving the bar he drank all the beers and he sees a coffee can one of those fucking same ones that Rosasuke drinks and uh on the sidewalk and it's raining it's raining hard and he like he's wearing his like kind of punk rock get up with his leather jacket his sweet leather jacket yeah looking real brooding walking down the street just looking like just looking like a man looking like a world look like a street tough looking like a real tough guy but he can't even take it out on a can properly. i love this fucking guy he <laughs> kicks this can he kicks it real hard and as he does he slips in a rain puddle and just lands on his fucking back and is just laying there it's a great scene as the camera slowly 
like drifts away from him looking straight down at him and then it says wasted on the screen no it doesn't but he's just like laying there like staring up at the sky and he again he knows he knows that it's him he's not blaming anyone else for his fucking situation he knows it's him and he says could i be more pathetic like granted he's tearing himself down but he at least knows that it's it's him. He's the one who hesitated and didn't ask Retsko out. He's the one who's like so pissed off because of his own inadequacies. And he's you feel you get the feeling he's gonna get through it, but he knows that it's his fault. He can't blame anyone else, and he doesn't. Again, he's being he's being a good guy, even if he's super bummed and in a low place right now. I love this guy. Mm. I love him. I can tell, buddy. I'm gonna give him a hug. It's gonna be okay, buddy. Like your sweet leather jacket. Anyway, at work, Tone is pissed. He just got off the phone. It's the end of the fiscal quarter, and they don't have a full crew. Let's count them down. Haida, sick in the hospital. Pneumonia. Fell out in the street while it was raining. Subane broke her wrist, shattered it, trying to open one of her fucking jars. Uh, Kabe was apparently picked up for some kind of espionage, like she's a goddamn super yeah. spy. And, Which is and, great. Uh, and the whole time, uh, Comey uh, is commenting yeah. on each of those. He's like, uh, I, I didn't even know she had a nephew. <laughs> no, no, no. What he what he says for Haida, he says, uh, yeah, yeah, right. He's not sick. He's just a slacker. Subone broke her wrist trying to open a jar. See what happens when you let him eat? And then Kabe uh, is out for espionage. Does she even have a nephew? Yeah. <laughs> like, was she lying the whole time? <laughs> so fucking good. I love these two. I love these fucking characters so much. And... Everyone else has to knuckle the fuck down, and it's time to fucking get it going. Comey is telling that the only way we're going to get through this fucking fiscal quarter, the end of this, this fucking deadline we got to hit, is if everyone contributes 110%. Make it happen now. Uh, we're down three people. We can't fucking, t- we can't let anything go here. And Tone says, idiot, we're really down four people. And he just stands over Retzko, who again, smiling happy girlfriend. Yes. And he says, you are useless to me all happy like that. You just keep the tea coming and stay out of my way. And she's like, okay. And working through the night, it it like flashes forward a little bit. It is now like dark out. They're working all damn night long. And Tone is going in on that goddamn abacus. He is just clicking. Got it. Give me another and another and another. He's just running through these fucking things like it's nothing. Finico's seeing all this and she says, man, he's faster than, uh, than all of us on that thing on our computers. This is ridiculous. And it's, it's just outrageous. My dude is going all the way in. He is nailing it. Um, and he's just, again, uh, and then right as she says that he l- holds up a ledger and says, Finico, your numbers are wrong. Give me something to work with woman. And just goes on to another and just getting the shit done. Again, hard ass, kind of a jackass, needs to chill out. Good at his fucking job. Yeah. My dude knows what killing he's doing. Killing it, dude. He's killing fucking it. killing it. Retzko gets up and goes to make some tea. And as she's doing so, with the, this is kind of a nice one, the little teapot's giving her a little whistle, like, maybe you need to blow off some steam. And uh, Tone shows up in the little kitchen area, and he walks in, she says, and he says, yeah, I want some coffee. And she says, oh, I'll make some. He says, no, I'll make it myself. And this is one of my favorite scenes in the whole goddamn show where they have this little this little heart-to-heart. Mm-hmm. And Retzko apologizes for being so useless because, you know, he said she, he couldn't use her. She was all happy and she wasn't actually there to work. And Tone 
takes a sip of his coffee he just made and he says, do you know what accounting is all about? And he goes into this short spe- speech about how it's all about tracing out how much money goes where and how much money comes in and keeping everything balanced. And he says, if someone half-asses their numbers, then that's one mistake and it happens again. And they pile up. Those mistakes just pile up on top of each other unless you nip it in the bud and it hurts the company. And that ends up hurting all of, the, all of us too, all the, all the people who work for the company too. And then he looks over his shoulder at her and he says, so how long are you going to half-ass your numbers? And she's just kind of, um, she doesn't say anything. She's still got that happy girlfriend face. And he says, you keep giving out more than you're giving, or you keep giving out more than you're getting, and pretty soon there's not going to be anything left. And Retzko just starts tearing up and finally drops that smile because she knows he's right. Yep. And she says, you know, you're... It was her shitty boss that had mm-hmm. to give it to her straight. That's that's what I love about him, man. Because I told you before, even if he, even though he's such a shitty fucking dude, he's the only one who looks through her bullshit and tells her like it fucking is. And that's exactly what he did here. And she says, you know, you really are a good person as she's tearing up. And he tells her, yeah, you call it what you want, but I'm just a bastard who's uh, who's willing to give it to you straight. And he starts to walk out. And Retzko Retzko stops him and says, hey, I want to work too. Please, I want to help too. And Tone just kind of turns his head and says, well, then come on. That's why we go to work, to kick more ass together than we could by ourselves. And then they get out there and both of them are going in. He's clickety-clacking on that fucking app because she's clickety-clacking on that fucking keyboard. And they are going nuts, man. It's fucking beautiful. It's really good shit, man. That was a really good scene. I love that fucking scene. Um... And they work through till the morning and they wake up the next morning. Tone is like sitting in his fucking chair with a blanket over him and like, like a fucking noodle cup off the desk and all this shit. And Retzko wakes up and she kind of has this look on her face. Like she knows what she's got to do. And then we cut to that night. Retzko takes Rasaske to karaoke. And as they're in the room, she apologizes to him. She says, I'm sorry for lying. The Retzko you've been spending all this time with isn't the real me. And she puts on the song, and it does that cl- that same thing it has done. She starts it up, and the TV comes on, and like the room goes all red. And once again, she she grabs her microphone and she does her little shing, 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 gets in her little pose, and then it zooms it on her face. She does the, and it like fades to white, and then she just comes in, like screaming. Like the goddamn devil, <laughs> like the like fucking Satan. How did, how did you like my take on last week's episode? It was pretty fucking great. I love the way you dropped in the little the little uh, guitar <laughs> there. That was fucking beautiful. That shit was good. That shit was real good. But yeah, she uh, she t- she does it, man. She goes in on it, and she is uh, she screams so damn hard that you see the outside of the karaoke place and a damn light beam and shooting off the ground like just her energy shooting into the sky and then you see her as she's screaming and it's like all wide around her and like it's like she's powering up in Dragon Ball Z there's like bits of earth like floating up around her she's screaming so hard it's fucking beautiful and she rages real hard um, and she says uh I, I didn't write down I didn't write down the song, but she says uh, this is Retzko, and she does like the same way she introduced herself before, uh, age this Scorpio blood type A or whatever it was, and she says uh, I can't remember exactly how it was how it was how she said it, but she says something like uh, I I uh, 
suffer at work all day and then at night I go to karaoke and I slay or something like that. Yeah. It's fucking great. That's uh, how, yeah, she ends with Anna Slay, where I slay or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh and she says uh she's metal to my I'm metal to my soul and she says and that's a place that will destroy you cuz you're bland. Yeah. <laughs> it's like damn. I mean, she lays it out. She lays it the fuck out and she's she's telling it like it is and she's pretty much seems like she's pretty much just doing this to see if she can get any fucking reaction out of this guy and he finished and she finishes and he just stands there he's still got that like hard face look on him and he goes goes you're a really good singer i'm not good at this stuff you want to go again like nothing yeah nothing fucking nothing and then his face melts and she sees she she looks at him and she sees him revert back to his regular ass like you know dot eyes face and she tears up a little bit and she says it's over and then the ladies show up. Gory and Mishimi are at the door, and that had to be awkward. That that whole interaction after I that. thought it was great. No, I thought it was, I, I thought it was no, great. It would have been great. He would have handled it good because you know how it would have gone down. It's like, all right, well, bye, and like they all leave, and he's just like, oh, okay, like that's exactly how it would have gone down. We've seen this guy. That's that's his. That's how the dude yeah. lives. Uh, maybe you're right. Um, maybe you're right. Yeah, do you really think he would have protested to any of that? He's never protested anything in his life. I, it looks I like. think uh, all I was saying is that it would have felt it, it maybe might, awkward for them. Yeah, awkward, just all around. Like everybody I, probably felt a little awkward. I don't know, man. I think I think they knew what was up, and they maybe. had to. They it, is they had to a, it is just a cartoon, so I don't know. It's a, pre- <laughs> it's a pretty real cartoon, though. This cartoon's real as fuck. You know, I might be bugging, but it seems to me that cartoons be realer than reality TV. Yeah, it's true. That's a. Less scripted. A little, little Danger Doom for you. Well, a little Danger Doom on that one. Mm-hmm. I like that album. It's good shit. Shout out, shout out to MF Doom. Danger Mouse. Doom. Anyway. Um, but yeah, she uh, the, the ladies show up. They say, missed you, Retzko. And Retzko looks up at him and says, I'm back. And then we see Risasuke taking the train home after what may have been an awkward situation. I doubt. I don't know. But uh, he gets takes the train home and he goes into his room house, and you see him open the door and there's just a huge collection of, of course, potted plants because that's what he is. And he stands there looking at, at all these ferns and cactuses and all these beautiful little plants and he says, "I'm back." Yep, it's good stuff. The potted plant has potted plants everywhere. Hey man, I mean he's he's even he's it's got his hobby. own thing. Even yeah. he's got his own thing. I thought that was a really good scene that like they it's over between the two of them, but both of them just say, "I'm back." <laughs> they're back where they're back where they should be, where they where they feel like they belong. It's good stuff. Um. Anyway, Fenico and Retzko are visiting Hyde in the hospital. He does in fact have pneumonia. What a fucking chump! I love him. And Finico uh, steps out to and uh, to get like some water for his flowers or something, and says, "I'll give you sick kids some time alone." And uh, he looks at her and says, "Hey, are you okay?" And she's like, "You're the one with pneumonia." And she says, "Yeah, but I meant like after the space cadet." And he kind of lays it out there finally, and he says, "I mean, I just keep thinking, how did I lose to that guy?" And he says, uh, I mean, I'm the one who really gets you, Retzko. And then, again, this is another fucking thing, is that 
when, when again a whole thing with like dudes who get way into girls and say like oh she put me in the friend zone or whatever when they don't reciprocate their feelings it's because you have some idealized version of them and then you don't instead of seeing them for what they are and as an actual person etc etc and he fucking says that he says I know you but I'm the one who knows you the best and he says well that's what I want to say but the red skull I know is the idealized one in my head you know where I'm going with this like mm-hmm. he doesn't he can't just put the words out there and she says, he says, you know where I'm going with this? And he says, she says to him, well, I do, but if you don't ask properly, I can't ask her. I can't answer. And he says, well, that's fair, I guess. And then the camera pulls out and you just see the two of them talking. And it sure as hell seems like they're, you know, finally on the same page, at least. Mm-hmm. And I love it. And then we get a little, uh, there's one more scene here with Retzko. She's walking down. Uh, this this little path that's like lined with uh, trees on either side, like cherry blossoms or whatever, just like she was at the beginning of the show um, when she like did her big like freeze frame air jump and then cracked her fucking ankle. And as she's walking, she says, um, even if it's awkward and even if you fall on your face, you keep moving forward because when you do, you're stronger than you were the day before or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And she jumps just like she did at the beginning of the show and she lands on her feet this time. She's there. She made it. Yes. Stuck the Stuck landing. It. Stuck the fucking landing. Ten points. Tens across the board. And at work, shit's still wild. But she's making it work, man. She's making it work now. Tone's got all this paperwork. Subone uh, has these fucking jars that she needs opened. And then she needs uh, Retzko to feed her because her fucking wrist is still broken. Kabe is back from vacation, which was definitely a vacation and not some kind of horrible, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's fucking great. And the final shot, she gives uh, Tone some paperwork that he needed, and she starts to walk away, and he's like, you call this done? And she goes, oh, well, what's wrong with it? And before, when she was giving her little speech, you saw, like, the microphone falling through the sky, which was a pretty cool visual. Mm-hmm. Here, you see it falling again. She says, oh, well, why don't you tell me what's wrong with it then? And we see the microphone start falling down, and he's like, eh, typical. How are you going to say the paperwork's done? And then he shows it. It's the tiniest thing. The staple. It's stapled at the top corner, as you would staple a stack of papers. Yeah. But it's, like, straight. And she said, and he says, you need to put the staple at a 45-degree angle so that, like, it's can't easier to open. those conditions. You can't. That's actually straight out of the, like, Retzko uh, short films. Like, she had that exact scene mm. with Comia, which was really great. And as, as he's saying this, you see the microphone fall into her hands and then she just turned around and and starts raging like right in his face as he's right in her face and it's a really great scene and that's where the show ends and it's it beautiful great. i loved it it's beautiful i really enjoyed this show i, I can't say enough how much i enjoy this show because you got a review for three words oh man um it's real man yeah My, minor it's fucking real M- real freaking life it's good shit real freaking life um it's real it's fun it's yeah it's life i think you nailed it dude i think it's real freaking life 
Yeah, I liked it a lot though. It's I, legit, man. Like it's got it's got a lot of good shit to say. Like you know, she spends all this time. Like a, a, the biggest thing for me is like she spends all this fucking time so sure that like everyone's against her except for the few friends she has. Like her fucking boss and Sabone and this fucking meerkat guy. And then everything's just wrong and nothing can be right. And oh, I'm so miserable. I want to leave this job. I'm gonna just fucking quit. Well, the other job fell through. Well, I'm gonna get married, so I don't have to be here. Well, that seems like a shitty idea. Well. I fell in love with someone well you're no you didn't really and like this whole time she's like everything's so bad but you realize through the show even like talking to tone and talking to fucking everybody else in the in the fucking show she realizes that yeah you're trying your best and shit sucks but shit sucks for everybody and we're all trying our best and like that's that's how it fucking works man that's life Mm-hmm. And she finally like realizes that and accepts it in the end, and it's fucking great. It's just a good show, just a really good show. Yeah, just a great show. I love it. I loved it. I, I love. Quite, it. I quite enjoyed it. I'm really hoping there's gonna be a second season of this. Yeah, I hope they do too. Surely I'm, there will be. I, it it seems like it's very popular. It online, is very popular. So it's so. it's gotta it's gotta get a continuation. Yeah. I I can't wait. I want to see more with Hyda. That's another thing I loved is like even Hyda like you can tell the whole time that he's like crushing on her. But then, like, they even give you, like, you see him, like, in his, like, kind of, like, like punk rock kind of, like, his leather jacket and shit. Yeah. He's got a fucking bass. You know that she's, like, into the fucking metal and shit. They clearly have some common ground there. Yeah. These two can gel, and they give you that without even, like, having to say it. It's really cute. It's really good the way they do it. Yep. I just wanted to start a band. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Rasasuke can play the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of those guys. Get uh, get tone yeah. on the abacus. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's just over there. He's percussion, dude. Yeah. Uh, make it happen. Yeah, make it happen. Make it fucking happen, Netflix. I want it. But yeah, I love this show, man. It's got a lot of good themes. Got a lot of good stuff to say. Yeah, and I quite enjoyed it. I think it was just really good. All right, let's go into to to close out the show. Let's go into some questions. We got some questions. Oh shit. There we go. Short riff today. That was a good one. We got two. We got two. We got two. Did you get one while you were sitting there tapping tapping yeah. on the keyboard? All yeah, right. I did. Bring them on, man. I want to hear about good it. Buddy Allie. She wants to know who is your favorite anime steed like an anime sidekick is what she's asking hmm a sidekick yeah like well like a sidekick like an animal sidekick sorry oh. anime animal sidekick anime animal sidekick yeah shit. your favorite anime steed does finico count no <laughs> she's an animal she's kind I'm of a crossing sidekick. anybody from agretzku uh, ah you suck all right so we're talking like a character so a a, a fucking animal yeah thing like Doug maybe doesn't actually talk or anything but yeah. like it's just there like they you got one? Yeah, I got one. You go I would first. Say mine is probably Hayate from Full Metal Alchemist. The little dog. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good one. I like that little he's, panda in that one too. The, little, the girl's got the oh, little panda. Oh yeah, that one is good. That fucking panda, that tiny ass panda. panda. Yeah. The tiny ass panda who ain't never going to grow. Every single cat that Al hides in his armor. Oh hell yeah. That's some good shit. You know, you know what the best one is though? We talked about it. Last week or maybe the week before. It's for sure Rio Oki. Oh, she turns into dude, a fucking spaceship. Dude, that one is too good. I'm so mad that I didn't <laughs> think of that myself. It's for sure Rio Oki. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you have that one. Honor- honorable mention to Luna from Sailor Moon. Yeah. It's a talking cat. Why not? 
I mean, the, wait, are we talking like, did she say steed? Are we talking yeah, about like you know, a thing you can ride? Yeah. Well, she, she elaborated. Oh, Loki, but yeah, she elaborated later that it just your favorite, um, animal sidekick, fa- like anime animal friends. She mentioned the elk from Princess Mononoke. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, that's a good one too. Like that elk, like that fucking forest spirit. That was a fun scene. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's fucked up. That fucker yeah. got blowed away. <laughs> yeah. Crap is wild, man. Um, it's kind of scary. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think of some more. Oh, Ayn from fucking Cowboy Bebop, obviously. Oh, yeah. Great one there. He's a fucking genius great dog. I'm trying. I know there's a horse out there. I'm just like drawing a blank on the horse. <laughs> well, don't draw on a horse. Yeah, I'm not going to draw on the horse, but. Um. Man, that's a good one. I'm that having fun thinking about, about little Aminé animals. Got a little Aminé animal. Oh, um. Oh, what is his name? Hold on. I'm going to get it right. Oh, uh, Samurai Champloo. She had that little, like, sugar glider thing. That was cute. I love that little fucker. Ancient. I know you hate, I know you hate Inuyasha, but there was a little, uh, what's her name? I can't remember her name now. Was it Sango? I think Sango was the name from that show. Who was the the other girl who like travels with him? She's like a mm-hmm. samurai lady, and she's got a little this adorable little pet thing. I think its name was Kilala or something like that, or Kirara. Yeah. It was adorable, and it would like transform. It would literally like sit there and just go and become engulfed in flame, and then it transformed and like it was like fucking Pokemon. It was like adorable, cute little little goober, little fox thingy looking yeah. thingy, and it just goes. Well, I mean, Charizard has to be on the tiger. list too, right? That's cheating. Is it though? I mean, they're. I mean, those aren't animals. Those are Pokemon. Thank you. They were pretty much the same thing. And I also want to say, got, didn't they have dogs in that world that weren't Pokemon? I don't know. I don't man. think so. I want to say Ruth from uh, the Ancient Majesty's Bride. Haven't seen it. Really, really awesome. You definitely should see. That's great. I feel like Pokemon and Digimon are. Shooting. I wish I hadn't seen it so I could see it for the first time again because it was so good. This fucking guy. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll definitely check it out at some point. Quick. Wait, 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 great question, good buddy. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, man. All right. It's definitely Rio Oki, though, right? She yeah, turns it, into it a goddamn is Rio spaceship. Oki. It is Rio Oki. <laughs> it's a cute little kitty bunny thing that turns into a spaceship. All right. Next question. Good gracious. From our, from our level two judge, Magic the Gathering, Jonathan, good buddy. You just, we just put it all out there. <laughs> yeah, throw we it couldn't all decide out there. what to call him, so we just threw it all yeah, out there. Yeah, he said whatever, so. Hey, here we are. <clears throat> what would be your anime comic book office dream team positions include the president or your ceo vice president head of accounting uh head of public relations jesus and christ head, uh, uh human relations your hr jesus christ yeah so let's let's go piece by piece we'll put it together we'll we'll we'll, we'll double team this so we have those dang dogs, dude. You know they're not picking up on the on the mics, though. I feel like they are, though. You're just sitting there screaming about nothing. Look, don't say anything for a second. Let's watch the levels. Of course, that. that's when they stop barking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we need the president or the CEO. So we're start- We're going top down with yeah. this one. Yeah, who's our Vince McMahon? Of the- <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's a tough one. Because you, you want it to be someone who's like, you know... Yeah, super responsible. Who, who knows how to run shit, but also isn't a huge dick. Who's super responsible in an Amine? 
Mm. Who who knows how to run up? Who's not just responsible, but knows how to run a fucking business? Yeah. Um, you still haven't seen Gurren Laga, but Rossi would be a good pick there. That kid, that kid knows how to run shit. He yeah. runs shit real good. Um, I could see maybe a. I'll do a Jet from Cowboy Bebop. Oh yeah, Jet is a good one. He that seems is, like he knows what's up. That looks is a good, good in one. suit too. Yeah, my dude right. works it. Yeah, and he he's like per, at that perfect CEO age too. Yeah, he just has a whole package. Good one, dude. He, he's 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 the right age. He's just tough enough, and and also he cooks a mean uh, beef and vegetables without any beef. Yeah, <laughs> but he's gonna need a vice president. So you going we're going Jet on that one. Yeah, we're, we're going Jet agreement. on that one. All right, I like, I like that, that one. one. I like that one a lot. He's gonna need a vice uh, vice president. Vice president, VP. So what 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 are we looking for in a VP? Like president had to be someone responsible, yeah. knows what they're doing, knows how to run shit. The vice vice president, president, they they gotta have a they gotta have charisma and gotta uh, be gotta be able to talk to people. They're yeah, they're like the they gotta feet be on to, the ground. You know, like type. if there's if there's some flat coming in, they need to be able to handle it. Gotta gotta be able to to, to, um, to handle the shits. Maybe Dandy from Space Dandy. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> fucking dink. Um, um. Hmm. I can, eh, 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 eh. Oh wait, how, how did we not save? <laughs> you know who the worst boss would be? <laughs> Fucking uh, uh, shit. What's his name? Shinji's dad. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Commander Akari. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, vice president, huh? Hmm. Let's do. Let's do. Ooh, the major. Oh yeah, she can handle shit. She yeah. can handle shit real good. Yeah, she's real good at handling shit. Yeah, I'd, f- I'd fuck with that. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Uh, from uh, from uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yep. Hell yeah. All right, we're two for two, kids. Two for two. Two for two. Head of accounting. Head of accounting. Who's I good mean, with numbers? That's got to be Tone, right? It's got to be Tone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, does it got to be Tone? Who else? If, if anybody we else? Who's good um, with numbers? Who's good at math? You know. You know who? Fucking L. <laughs> yeah. Um oh uh Violet Violet from Violet Evergarden. Oh hell yeah. She's she's more typing, but I imagine You gotta be that, super personal. Yeah, I imagine she can pick up on anything pretty quick. Yeah, man. She's basically a robot. She can yeah. handle it when she's not like freaking out over Gilbert. Yep. I'd be so, down for that. So we good for that one? Okay. We go, we're going Violet? All right, yeah. Violet Evergarden. Now we need head of public relations. Is public that one dandy? Relations. <laughs> that one might have to be dandy. That one's either dandy or fucking uh, GTO. <laughs> oh, yeah. Onizuka, that's a good one, too. <laughs> He's a party master, man. <laughs> like, like who who else is going to take the investors out and show them a good time? No yeah. one's going to show them a better fucking yeah. time. I don't know. I think dandy would take them to boobies, dude. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll double team it. We'll double team it. Okay, we'll double team it. We we got we got two. Well, the dream team, dude. The dream team. They're the fucking best at it. They're all gonna go to boobies. <laughs> That's the fucking worst. That's the fucking worst. All right. Um, we need humans. Uh, human human relations. Human rela- HR so department. Someone, someone who we need. Can... We need the Toby. Uh, uh, who? The to- from the office. Oh, I you know I can't watch I the office. I can't watch the fucking office because I tried to and I get secondhand embarrassment. Well, everybody so quick. else is gonna get that reference. So. Everybody else got it. Sorry, I didn't. I don't need y'all telling me to watch the office either. Please, <laughs> I hear it enough already. Um, so we need someone who's like good with people, is what we're yeah. saying. 
Or just somebody completely wrong for the job. No, 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 no. I want someone right for the job. Someone who's good with people. Someone who's kind. Who can relate to people on an emotional and, you know, professional level. Yeah. Okay. Um. Hmm. You know, we could double team this one again. You know who I like. Who you like? Um. Oh, God, I'm going to fuck up their names. The Dude. girls. The girls from Trigun. Oh, uh, Millie, Millie? Millie and um, I can't remember is it the other Meryl? One's yeah, it is Meryl. Millie and Meryl? I think so. I think that's right. I like them. Now, that's a maybe. Are, what are, else we got? Are we set on Jet as as the CEO? Oh, you, got, you got someone else? You, are, you, are you about to oust our boss? It could be, dude, because I feel like All Might is really good for the oh, job, no. too. Oh, no. Maybe. He's a symbol of fucking justice, dude. Now make him the vice president. He's, a, he's an icon. I like him he's as too, vice president too, though. Okay, okay. Because he's because like he's the one who like report. He, like he's right there with the president, but he also has to deal with all the shit. So that's like he's in character when he's dealing with all the underlings, and he's like just sitting there like, oh god, these fucking kids. When he's like out of it, he's yeah. all he's all he's all shriveled up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. All my works. Yeah. Man, this is a toughie. Yeah. <laughs> It's just fun to think it's fun. about. It is very yeah. fun to think about. So, right. so Here, what, what we are we need HR. We need HR. HR? Sure. Who's HR? Um, I do kind of like Millie. But we need some, who's, yeah, but, who's someone. Or do you want to get someone who's like kind of a hard ass? Because that's Tone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He'd be the worst well, HR. Yeah, he would be bad. I'm, I'm trying to think of somebody perfect. Perfect for the job. Perfect for the job. What hmm. about... Hmm. We're both just looking around the room at all of all yeah, of Yeah, I got fucking... anime stuff hanging, so I'm, I'm trying to. Haruko. No, that's horrible. <laughs> that's the worst. <laughs> I'm just gonna start naming characters as I think of them. Uh... Somebody, somebody really good. Somebody that's super good with people. Mm. They help out everybody they can. Fucking. Who can't leave somebody behind in anime? I feel like there's a I super mean, freaking Serena obvious... from Sailor Moon. Obviously, Sailor Moon. Oh, okay. She's all. She will never turn her back on a friend. She is <laughs> always. <laughs> she think? is the one on whom we depend. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, dude. <laughs> uh. I kind of like that. I kind of love that. Yeah, okay. Are we really putting Sailor Moon in the fucking HR? <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with it. I can't think of anything else. Well, she's just a teenager, dude. Yeah, Queen Serenity. <laughs> <laughs> she's got that sweet dress. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> no, come on, come on. Let's pick, let's pick something for real. What about... God, we are spending a lot of time on this one, huh? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's our last question, right? Yeah, it is. Fuck it. Let's just. This is the next. Well, I have, minutes I have, a, I have a question for you too. What's that? Okay. Well, let's. Who's HR? Who's HR? Oh man. HR is for sure and definitely got to be. Who's super nice in Tenchi? Mihoshi. I love Mihoshi. But Mihoshi's not smart enough to do it. Yeah, but she's fun. Um. <laughs> uh, Ayaka might. Ayaka would be good. Yeah. She's kind of kind to everybody except for Ryoko. 
Well, yeah, but I mean, you gotta have you gotta have a office rivalry, right? Yeah, mm. Ryoko's in sales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, she's the she's the Monomaro of this of this made up series we're doing. This is the worst fan fiction, the best fan worst yeah. fan fiction ever, and I love it. Uh, Screw it, dude. We're just gonna put All Might there because I want him to be on the team. You just want him in. He can work up through the office. You want him in so bad. No, just put. Him in. Yeah, okay, All Might. Yeah, we're gonna do All Might. Speaking of All Might, my question yeah, for you. Yeah, because he'll help you out when, uh, whenever whenever you're really upset he, about it. And he never leaves anybody behind. Never, ever. And he, you walk in there and you're like, oh my, I mean. He treats everybody with respect. I, really, I, got, a, I got a real problem with, with so-and-so in account. And he's like, never, it, there's no need to worry because I am here. Like, yeah. shit. You're right, All Might. I'm not worried. He's a symbol of justice, dude. It's great. That's he's perfect. He's a symbol of that justice. Works. And you okay. want to make him the CEO. Yeah. You leave Jet Black in his fucking seat. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Okay, so okay, you got a question for me? Yeah, asshole. it's my my hero academia related. Oh no, I'm scared. Since we're probably not gonna review the show since it's already so long. Yeah, we would. I mean, I would love to go over the season, but it, we yeah. have. To, I uh, feel like we'd want to cover the. Rest who of do it you first. think that mole is? There's got to be a mole, right? Uh so do you, do you have any guesses? Because I have two. So, yeah, feels like it's feeling like there's a mole. I remember reading it. Like I remember reading some shit. Like not much because I was like, "Oh no, these are spoilers." And I saw some shit where people were taught who had like who were reading the manga or whatever were like, "Who do you think the mole is?" Blah blah. blah. Like before season three had even started. Somebody, I was like, well, oh, shit. I got it because somebody had to have outed them. Well, yeah, and they much. mentioned that in the show. Yeah, they mentioned that in the show that like there's a mole. Yeah, you know who I think it is? Who do you think it Fucking is? Fucking belly button boy. <laughs> you think it's him? No, not really. But damn, that'd be a fun twist. Yeah. I have two guesses. Oh no! So far, I think it's either the invisible girl, because oh, you can't on. tell what the hell she's doing. You can't trust somebody you can't see. I saw a thing where they were talking about how Momo, uh, the the girl who makes shit out of her body and shit, uh-huh. was her her hero costume was so revealing, which makes sense because she has to have all that open skin. And then I was like, okay, but we t- can we talk about invisible girl walking, running around nude? Yeah, not that yeah, you'd she, ever know it. You can't trust her because you can't see her. Nah. But also, my other guest, my my biggest guest, is the uh, All Might's friend, the Popo. Oh, the the cop. Yeah, because you can't trust the damn Popo, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking police can't trust the police. Those no, but are like, you t- are you saying fuck the police coming straight from the underground? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. I'm saying that that guy is a suspicious character. There's just something suspicious about it. He's, he's always too, smiling. He's just he's too, too damn too happy. Clean cut, dude. He's too damn cheery. He's too clean cut, and he's All Might's closest friend. So you, just, you just hate everybody who who's so smiling and happy. I don't know how we get along. I don't hate everybody that's smiling and happy. I love All Might, dude. Yeah. But he's also, also coughing a lot of blood, so. He does cough up a lot of blood. <laughs> I don't know, man. I haven't really thought about it. You don't think it. it could be him at all? Eh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know who because it is. I haven't, I haven't I thought mean, about this. I mean, he has the position to know where they're, where all these kids are going to be. He is somebody that all my absolutely would trust. I'm just going to say belly button laser boy just because it's the funniest to me. Like if there's a big reveal and they're like, wait, that's him. And it's like a shadowy figure in the alley. And they're like, show yourself. And he turns around and he's just like, mm, with that goofy ass face. <laughs> yeah, with the little, <laughs> the little, the like, little sparklies. He's the got little like, bee mouth. Yeah, he's got a little beak mouth. He's like, <laughs> it's me. Um, or whatever the hell he talks. And he just like blasts him with a navel laser. Here's another random question. What do you think happens to Grape Juice's little sticky balls? You I think, think they just biodegrade eventually, you think, right? You think Did degrade? they mention that? Did they talk about that? I don't think show? they've ever mentioned it. it the thought crossed like the line when I was watching have. it. So I was like, what the hell happens to those sticky balls? They just wear off eventually. Yeah, maybe. Okay. 
I fucking I can't stand the grape kid. I can't. I just fucking can't. I know you like him. Yeah, I can't fucking there stand for, him. He's for for relief, dude. He's the worst. He's gonna do something at some point, and you're gonna be like, you know what? I like grape juice. I already said the only time he, the only thing he ever did that I enjoyed was like uh, during their like hero trial thing, where it was him and uh, what's his name against uh, you know pheromone lady. You just don't want the you don't want the little nerd kid there. You don't like nerds, dude. He's just so doofy, and he's got his name just means grapes, right? Doesn't it? Grape juice. Grape juice. It's grape juice. He's the worst. It's great. That's funny, dude. He's the worst. It's character. stupid. That's what makes it funny. I hope he's the mole just to piss you off. I, I would love it, dude. <laughs> I like it's freaking Mineta. Oh my god. I did not I thought it was the Popo. <laughs> I hope it's him and Naval Laser Boy, because no one's gonna expect them. Who saw it coming? <laughs> fucking Brandon, that's you. <laughs> Um, um, hey, I got one for you. Okay. If you, let's say you had an unlimited budget. Okay. You had all literally all the money in the world. Okay. And some anime studio comes to you and says, hey, Roger, we know you love them animes. We want you to make a show. It could be a reboot. It could be a continuation of a series that was canceled or was finished forever ago. It could be a whole new thing. What are you doing? Ooh. Unlimited money. Go. Unlimited money? Mm-mm-mm-mm. This is tough. That's a toughie. You know what? I, you know what I would like to do. What's that? You know how like video games? You said remake or whatever. Yeah, it could be it a remake, back. reboot. I I would like to go back and I would like to do. A, do I only get to pick one? Uh, well, let's just keep it the one, just because it's easy. Okay, I I probably would go with. This seems random, and it's not my favorite anime of all time. But I would, you know, love to see the original OVAs for Tenchi Muyo redone. That's some good shit. Yeah, I Why would not? love to see that, you know, have everything brought back in and um, just all the space battles and stuff up with CG and stuff now today. I think I think it could look really cool. I, I, that might be what I would do. Pretty sick. Pretty sick. I'm into yeah. it. Yeah. Trying like to think that. of something that ended abruptly that they're, you know, like... People have been waiting, you know, do something for the people. There's got to be something out there that people have been waiting on for freaking ever. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, man. I'll take more Samurai Champloo. You know what? I bring back Ultimate Muscle. That's what I would Oh, do. my God. I want Ultimate Muscle back because it's too damn hard to find. You fucking ding dong. Ultimate Muscle. We're getting that back. You fucking ding dong. You're the worst. All righty. So... Next week we're starting Next week new series. We're starting a new series. Let's do the and thing. And this is the hottest off the press series that we have ever done. It's going to be so new that I had to time it to make sure that we were recording the final episode of this. The final episode of the anime will be out the day before. This so. fucking guy right here. So we'll all be watching that final episode and on you, Thursday. You know, and we've then. heard him talk about it. It's Megalobox. We're watching Megalobox. Megalobox. We're getting we're getting our good buddy Brandon into Megalobox. He told me he, you told me that you wanted to do this one, and we needed like you know we wanted to do something that we could time out good. Yeah. That we so that we could do this one right on, and I for that purpose made sure not to watch any of it. Yeah. I mean, I've been watching it. I'm gonna watch. How many episodes is it? How many episodes is it gonna? It's end gonna be? be thirteen. So we're gonna do the first four. Next four. 
You know what? I think we should... Let's do the first four, the middle we'll do the next five, and then we'll do the final four. Okay, that works. It all works out the same way. We just haven't done... We haven't done the major chunk in the middle. Okay. So let's let's do that. And you're going to you're um, gonna hit us like right on a cliffhanger and piss me off. I'm trying to think. I've definitely seen up to episode nine. Actually, that that's actually a decent spot to live, leave off right okay. there. Okay. But yeah, so Trust this anime is... Trusting am- you here. It's amazing. The fights are like it. It has such a good. Give me, build give me a brief it. overview. Like, what's it about? Because all I know is that there's a guy with robot arms. It looks like. Okay, he doesn't have robot arms. He's got exosuit. He d- it, well, technically, it's kind of an exosuit. Yeah. Okay. So in this in this future, uh, boxing and prize fighting and stuff is is a big deal. It is like the sport, and it's called. Uh, they're doing a tournament for Megaloboxing. Mm-hmm. Essentially, you put these. Uh, arm this like chassis around your chest and stuff, and it gives you like uh, pneumatic arms or something. Rock 'em, sock 'em. Yeah, yeah. Where you, it's yeah, that's really, really actually pretty accurate. Yeah, you rock so you're and throwing you sock out, em. yeah, you're throwing out heavier punches and stuff like that. You just beat um, the shit out of each other real and good. And the higher end fighters have all they have super high tech gear, or whatever that enhances their. And this guy's running out there with like a fucking erector set, like right. kinetics and shit. Okay, is um, that what it is? Kind of. Oh shit! I, I will give you. I will give you uh, an extra little piece. Is it? Here. Is it a true underdog story? Oh, oh yeah. So <laughs> okay. he meets the the top megaloboxer in the world. Uh, Yuri. His name's All Might. It's Yuri, and he. Okay. Lo- okay, and these characters all look awesome. They look so kick ass. You told me there was um, a thing they did with like the the visuals of it. Where yeah, like so they they, they scale, compressed it. They and scale then... up the visual, then they compress it down. Uh, and it gives it like they, a they like an old school look. In it. Yeah, and it gives it a hand drawn effect. Hmm. And there's CG in it, but it's hard to tell because it it got condensed. It just looks really yeah. Looks so good. whatever you see them throwing some punches and stuff, and they're in the last episode that I watched particularly, you can see some really great scenes. It's like behind their back or whatever, hmm. and the punches coming back. It's it's like a pseudo 3D almost. It's huh. It's super. You know super what, you cool. know I don't love that CG shit. You can't tell. Okay. You can't tell. I'm not, I'm not I'm walking into this open minded. Yeah, I'm just tell. I'm just saying like historically was, I haven't cared for that CG shit. It was CG built shit. for people who love like the Cowboy Bebop style and stuff right. like that. It was built I'm into for that. it, man. I'm fucking it's, with it. It's super polished. Um but yeah, so it's it's about boxing. The guy is he's a nobody essentially. He's very good at what he does, but And what he does is he's, punch he's shit. He's not a main citizen or anything like that. He's, you know, he's, they call him Junk Dog. At junk the Dog. He's referred to as Junk Dog. Junk Dog. And he fights underground and stuff like that. Well, he gets into the, the big tournament, the long short of it, mm. and he's known as Gearless Joe. He goes in without any gear on. Zero gear. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's, it's, he's, bo- he's boxing straight they, up. They put it in as a gimmick to, to bring notice to him. Okay. So he's fighting these people with nothing. They have everybody has gear except for him. They got like these. They got like those that Destiny armor where like you got the big muscles on and shit. Yeah. And he's in there. They got like, them anchor here's arms. My, son. Here's my boy arms. <laughs> the anchor here's arm. my regular ass boy arms. Now that I got anchor arms, I'm a jerk and everyone loves me. And he's like, oh, I got my little SpongeBob's. Yeah, but there's there's drama and all sorts of crazy stuff. And, you right. know, it sounds like a good time. Uh, Sounds fucking sick. It's sweet, dude. I freaking love it. All right, I'm into I can't, it. It's hard to explain because I don't want to, you know, just spurt something out that's really important. Well, if any of y'all haven't seen it, uh, I'm in the same boat, and I'm looking forward to uh, breaking mm-hmm. her on down and talking about it because it's it yep. sounds fucking sick. So first four next week, we're going over Megalobox, and I am stoked. 
You can watch ahead right now if you want to, but the series is not finished yet. It will finish the day before the final episode of this uh, airs. Hell yeah! Should get but, us all well, super the day, but, so it's uh, it'll be on a Thursday. Yeah, so so it'll it'll be out. Yeah, we record, the day before. Yeah, we record. record on a Friday. I try to get the the recording up. Usually, it's up midnight or so on Saturday, right at the very beginning of Saturday. But you can't really tell because it doesn't hit the places until later in the day. Gotcha. Um, but well, it's it's almost eleven thirty now, so. Oh yeah, baby, got to get home and get some sleep. I got time. Open. Don't matter. I got to open in the morning. The fact of the matter is, it ends on Thursday. We record on a Friday. It's gonna be really good. Hell I'm yeah. super stoked for you. Sounds guys good, to, man. To sounds sounds like out. some hot shit. Yeah, it's it's fresh. It's going, and I'm stoked. And I'm gonna watch a new episode of it tonight. Is it fresh? It's so fresh and so clean, clean. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. All right. Um, let's hit those plugs, big boy. All right. We got Facebook. You can find us at. Uh, Good Buddies Universe. If you're watching this on YouTube, which you just might be, yeah. you, you know it's Rapid Kick Media. Yep. Uh, we got the Twitter as T- TGB underscore Anime Pod. Sorry, I'm I'm space. He's spacing out a little bit. He's I'm space, space cadetting. Oh no, my brain is Rosalski, No, my brain is on overdrive. Uh, we also got the Tumblr, the goodbuddies.tumblr.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can remember with any of these if you tweet at us, comment, ask a question, yeah, anywhere or, you can leave a question, or you uh, can send comment, us a question yeah. to the Good Buddies Anime Pod at, at gmail.com. Gmail. It's good yep. shit. You'll be able to find us on iTunes. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean. We're on. We're on all in. the podcasts, yeah, except for Spotify. Except for Spotify, but any Google Play, anywhere you can find us, uh, or good find shit, good shit, good podcasts and stuff, mm-hmm. or aggregate sites where there's a bunch of podcasts, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. will find us there. It's good shit. So, yep. Um, I would of course like to give a shout out to our good buddies, the uh, Married with Sea Monsters, aka the Mary Janes, mm-hmm. uh, for the use of our opening theme song, Paper Doll. It's good shit, yep. good good yep. shit. Yep. Check yep. them out yep. at uh, MarriedWithSeaMonsters.bandcamp.com. Also on Spotify, but you know the good shit's on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Um, and our good buddy Petty Theft, Petty for the Theft outro song, uh, who you can find on SoundCloud slash Petty Theft. That's two P's at two the beginning, P's two, and two T's, T's at the end. Petty Theft. Petty Theft. That's how he makes it. Anyway, uh, for our outro, um, we still don't have a name. Just, just call it. Call yeah. it good buddy. We're gonna game. raffle that name off, dude. Somehow, some way. Yeah, somebody's man. gonna get that name for us. But uh, I think that about does it for us. I think it we're sure wrapping does. it up. And who took us out? You took us out last week. Right? I did take us out last week. So I, gotta, I will go. I am your good buddy, Roger. And I'm your good buddy, Brandon. Hey, all right. <laughs>